0: Raising the Bar and the People Who Make Hospitality podcast. I'm Johnny Blake.
1: And I'm Yana yeah, We have joined forces to create some really good content for you. You may have listened to the podcast previously, but now I'm joined with Johnny to create something better and
0: even bigger. That's right, Yana. Raising the Bar is a new place to find out what's happening with M- within B, from the horse's mouth to you without any of the waffle, just real people telling their stories. So don't forget to go onto the Frontline Connect page where you'll find more content and please make sure you subscribe to the podcast.
1: Excellent. And welcome to our latest episode, Behind the Closed Doors at the Pride event. So this time we had a very exclusive peek behind the curtain to see how this event actually gets created and how much effort goes in each time. And we spoke to our wonderful chefs and had an opportunity to interview Peter, who actually created the winning dish that was served on the evening for the City Division. And we even got permission to film some of the behind the scenes in the kitchen in Hilton hotels to see how food preparation is being done in person. so make sure that you follow us on our new Facebook page, Raising the Bar, to actually see the videos.
0: That's right, Jana. We also spoke to some of our drink suppliers. So we spoke to Nick Clements and Luke Morris. I'm sure some of you will know. They're from Asahi uh, and they've been working with Mitchells and Butler's for quite a few years now. They gave us a really good insight into what it's like to work at the event and why it's important for them to support our managers. And finally, we chatted to Nikki Yeomans, who's been one of the key organisers of the Pride event for the last few years. She told us when they start planning the event and also how she got the inspiration for this year's theme.
1: Exactly. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and just keep looking on the Frontline Connect page and our brand new Facebook page for new updates that will be coming to you every
2: period. Hello Nikki, how are you doing today? I'm really good, thank you Yana, a little tired, day three of the Pride Awards for me, so yeah, but no good, good thank you. Excellent, so I was wondering if you could just introduce yourself, so who you sure. are, what do you do? Okay yeah sure, so I am the head of people uh, for the City Division, um, so I work with my team and um, we lead on kind of supporting all the operators with all things people. Absolutely. And what was your M&B journey? What have you done in the last few years? goodness. So I joined in 2008 actually as an RBM, so in Vintage Inns. And then I've had probably three main roles since then. So I did a a project manager role leading a change management programme called Good to Great. Uh, Then I worked as part of the learning and development team, um, looking after learning and development and talent management in the RSC. And then now now head of people for City. Fantastic and obviously you're not here for just a day Mm. at the Pride event (laughs) (laughs)
1: so what was your role and what is your role when it comes
2: to Pride event in Mitchell and Butler's? Okay so my role is organiser so I organise the events um, and you're right no it is not just for City it is the whole the whole the whole the whole thing um how I came into it was um, a phone call from our HR director in 2016 um, that went along the lines of, "Nikki, somebody's let me down. Um, somebody was doing a mat cover, um, and that person had let Susan down. She said, I really need you to um, do me a favor, I think were the words. We've all been there and heard that. Do me a favor, um, and can you step in and organize the, the Pride Awards for that year? I think that was sort of June, July. And okay, obviously they wow. happen in October so I kind of said yeah sure but I'm I've never done anything like this before and she she went you'll be absolutely fine thank you and that was me that was me so yeah that uh that was a very interesting year and I have to say it has got a lot better and easier since then so experience is everything isn't it and, yeah uh, um what I have done um since then is build a incredibly talented team around me so we've got uh, people within M&B so a really amazing team Mm -hmm. of people that do 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 so many different uh, roles that bring it all together and and also externally so we work with some fantastic suppliers um, too that come year after year they adore our event Um, and uh, and we wouldn't be able to do it without without them and the relationships we've got with them absolutely and actually what is the significance of the event why is this so important to us, and why do we put so much effort into this? Well, do you know what? It's culture. It is. Mm-hmm. It is in the DNA of this organisation. It is about celebrating, celebrating the people who who work tirelessly for us, and that, that that's our GMs and our our operating teams. And it is so. It is so. Um, Embedded in the culture of the company, the importance and of winning the accolades of mm-hmm. either GM of the Year or Rising Star or the District Team, um, and how much that means to um, to those people, it still blows me away. I mean, I mentioned this is day three of um, of, of, uh, 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 of the event for me, so I've had two award ceremonies that I've been you know, leading since. Every night I cry. Every <laughs> night I help people to the stage um, who are crying. They're so proud of themselves for what they've what they've achieved, and I. I literally stand back and think this, we could never ever not do this. It mm-hmm. means so much to people, and it just drives huge engagement um, throughout the throughout the organization. So, amazing. yeah, I mean, I will wax lyrical Yana, about how, uh, you know, what it means, what it's all about, because um, I, I truly believe it's uh, it's something that sets us apart from, from other people.
1: Yeah, agreed, no, it's amazing. What are your favorite memories from the Pride
2: event? What do you always take away with you? Uh, well, the laughs, so, it, the, my favourite memories are all the things that go wrong. Yep. <laughs> I can't tell you too many of them, but there's loads. Um, you know, we, we tell our stories after after the event. We have, you know, this <laughs> we, we are in stitches for a lot of the time at how uh, how many things how many things go wrong. Um, so that's one thing. And then my my overriding favourite memory is I have a little thing I do every night. Um, as we get towards one o'clock in the morning, which is when the event ends, mm-hmm. and I stand in the DJ booth. People will always see me up there. Um, And I just look around at the dance floor that is absolutely heaving. People are having the time of their lives. They've had some wonderful food. They've celebrated with their mates. They are dancing to some fantastic tunes. They've had drinks galore all night. (laughs) Um, And I just look and think uh, I had a big part to play in making that moment happen. Mm -hmm. So that's, they're my personal favorite moments, yeah. That's yeah. so, so nice. It's quite enriching, it really yeah, is. Yeah, I can imagine, mm. exactly. Mm. And how, how far in advance do you start planning this? Um, well, we start planning the mo- the moment we walk out. So on Friday, <laughs> we leave here on Friday, um, and we'll already be uh, working on next year's contract. It's never agreed until the exec sign off, can we afford to have the event, is it yeah. the right thing to do for our... company etc so they will make those decisions my kind of role is to provide them with the right information to help them make those decisions Mm -hmm. so it kind of starts from there creative stuff in january okay um it all begins with the logo creation so um a bit of it that uh, a bit of the job that i really love and i don't get the chance to flex this very much in my day job is is that creative side Mm -hmm. of things so i'll work um, with an idea um and with our av company who create our first logo um and they start to bring that to life they've got some amazing talented people that take my you know drawings and scribblings and gabbled phone calls and and start to create something so that all starts in january and that's the key point um, mm-hmm. where everything else flows so this year we've got quite a japanesey feel event. in, yeah. in yeah, the event yeah. there's quite a lot of cherry blossom and that type of thing so that was my vision um, sat actually in a Wagamamas um, <laughs> in Manchester where there was a load of cherry blossom and um yeah and I started to think about what we could do from that in this year's event. So, so yeah the creative stuff starts January and then it just ticks along from, from there. From really. there yeah. How big is the team actually? How many people are involved, involved in, in it? So together, yeah. Probably not as many as you would think. From from M- from M B and mm-hmm. you know yeah. the the project team I'm part of. Um, there's four of us. Um all of us have Big day jobs, so we do it, you know, on top of on top of those, mm-hmm. um, and we have key areas that we that we that we, we look after. Then the supplies, obviously, the the Hilton, the hotel, do this all the time. They're they're, they're huge at, at this hotel in terms of putting on events. Um, the AV team, I work with two people predominantly, um, and then also a, a, a designer on Sunday there would have been 60 of them in this building well wow. setting doing us you know mm-hmm. setting setting us all up um on Monday there's a kind of core drops to about 14 15 we have people in breakout rooms all of our operations teams have individual support in their breakout mm-hmm. rooms to ensure that their time with their teams is um as slick as we possibly can get it so people are doing that and then in the evening kind of putting on the big show um so yeah it fluctuates throughout the week tomorrow is tear down so as soon as those people leave that dance floor at one o'clock there's an army of people who flick the lights on move in and rip everything out we have to be out of here by 5am on friday morning my god everything comes down yes that is my worst you've you've asked me what my best parts are my worst parts are watching people put sledgehammers through sets and they just smash it all up and take it all away my god! Yeah. Do you have a favourite theme? Do you think? Oh, that was that was this the one is, this year. Is it? My favourite okay. theme is this year. Fair yeah. Yeah. of uh, Every year I say that, and every year we get better. I challenge the AV company. How can we make <laughs> it bigger and better and more interesting? And this year's is great. It's really good. It's yeah. stunning. We had a little sneak
1: around the rooms already. That's yeah. amazing. Good. And most important question: Are you doing this next year? Um. Well, I think so. <laughs> I remember I think I spoke to you two months ago, and the question, the answer was very different. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, like I say, I'm part of the team, really. You know, the, mm-hmm. the team do do uh, just as much as me. Um, and uh, yeah, ask me in the middle of it when I have when I'm having so uh-huh. much fun at delivering it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the answer's probably going to be yes. Um, but. Uh, I would also be really happy to hand the mantle over to other people too. I think sometimes it could be great for a fresh Mm -hmm. set of eyes, and it's a wonderful experience that I've been lucky enough to have for quite a few years now. So we'll see. We'll see.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you so, so much for your time, Nicky. Really appreciate that. No problem. Hello there,
3: and welcome to Raising the Bar. I'm Johnny Blake, and I'm joined here by Luke Morris and Nick Clements from Asahi. Hello. 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 Welcome to the bar. Very nice to be here. So we're here at Pride. Uh, just come over to see the Asahi guys to kind of understand what their role is here at uh, Pride, but also kind of get to know their experiences here, clean ones hopefully, <laughs> um, we'll and also just kind of get a bit more of an understanding about why they find it so important to support uh, support the team here um, at Pride. So... If you'd like to introduce yourself, I've given you a quick introduction, but yep. just if you can just
4: let us know who you are. Yeah, so I'm Nick Morris from Asai UK. We obviously supply uh, a multiple array of brands to you, Peroni, Asahi Superdrive, Superdry, uh, Fuller's London Pride, Darkstar, and this I think is our sixth Pride at the Hilton Metropole. I'm looking forward to uh, Wednesday nights. I'm
5: um, Nick Clements, work uh, on Asahi UK, working on the Mitchell's and Butler's account with Luke and Greg. And yeah, sixth year running, M&B Pride Awards, third day of the week, so City Division's always always good fun. So yeah, thanks for having us. Great, cool.
3: Okay, so I just want to understand, obviously you said six years in a row, which is brilliant. Uh, why do you think it's so
4: important to support M&B here at Pride? Yeah, I think ultimately for us, it's it's important to say thank you, and this is our opportunity to do that. We are very passionate that we work the bar for the evening, you guys work with us and support us all year round. So this is one chance that we get a little shop window to stand at the bar, buy you all a a pint or a bottle and and get to say thanks, but also to bring some some other things to life. So sustainability is a huge thing for us at the moment. So this year we've uh, sponsored the sustainability element and provided reusable water bottles for Pride 2022. So just little things like that that mean that we can stand at the bar, have a chat, say thanks, but also bring some really important matters to life in a really social environment.
3: Cool. Okay, and um, what's what do you enjoy about Pride? Obviously, you said that um, you know you get to give back when we get us, you know, our team is selling your product all year, but this is your chance you to give back. What What do you?
5: Yeah, absolutely. That you know, just a big thank you from us. You know, we're in your wonderful pubs and restaurants all year round, getting served quality products, and uh, it's great to just get that catch up with everyone all in one go, um, have some great conversations, and some good times. Cool.
4: And who needs sleep anyway?
3: <laughs> well, yes, you've proved that over the years. Hey? <laughs> you probably don't. Uh, so I can see your fantastic bar here as well. I actually understand that you've had it made, especially for this event.
4: Here. We did. It is our pride to serve Japan's number one beer. We had this bar built uh, as we, we've we worked with you for many many years with Peroni National Zero. Super Superdry is a relatively young brand for us in terms of working with M&B. So we wanted to bring Super Superdry to life. And we're better to do it. So this was designed and built specifically for Pride Awards 2022. Amazing. No better place for its first yeah. outing. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we're doing a little bit behind the scenes stuff. So we wanted to understand how long does it take to get this put together? I'm sure Luke's here putting it with his screwdriver to, but you <laughs> Not know troubleshooting. How, you're obviously here a week how, how long does it take you to get your stock in does Nick bring that in his car <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick would yeah, need think,
4: a very big car especially the, yeah, this year's just stock just a few journeys yeah I think listen uh, much like you this we're this incredibly fortunate to work in an industry where everyone comes together for good times, bad times half times, time, sad times and I think a celebration like this is all of our business comes together, so any other time of year trying to get, or any other business in the world trying to get, um, you know, trunkers of beer delivered at 6am on a Sunday morning would be quite difficult. As soon as you say it's for M&B Pride Awards, even people in our business want to support it, people in logistics, people in uh, corporate affairs want to get involved in the water bottles. It's just, a, it's the best event in the industry, and it's the M&B give back on this occasion more than anyone else. So the, the planning for it starts months out as soon as we know we're involved and we've been invited. But actually, it ramps up in the last week or two in terms of. I think this year we'll, we've provided about 750 or so goodie bags. All of the items coming from different areas, trying to get them into one place so that we can ship them sustainably again. Um, and then actually the event itself, we get here on the Saturday night prior, so that first thing on the Sunday morning we load in. We start about 8 a.m. on the Sunday morning. We finished at 4 a.m. So we did, a, we did a relatively big build, but that's actually because this is a family nowadays. We have various other suppliers, and I'm sure you'll chat to them, but the Moe guys, Cause, Coors, um, the rest of the year, I'd probably be saying bad things about Coors, but on this, we come <laughs> together as one. We're helping each other put the bars up, fill each other's goodie bags, supply stock, and Nick turns up and just looks gorgeous on the bar and pours a few pints and takes <laughs> the glory. <delivery. laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it, there's a lot, but also it's those last few days when actually it's, there's no better feeling than walking through the reception and and seeing people for that first time. That revolving door is just uh, all the work leading up to it is is well worth it for that reason.
3: Cool. Um, so obviously you've been here six years. Any great stories that you can tell us? Clean ones, clean ones, please.
5: There, there, there's several, and yeah, obviously a lot of years um, being here, so many stories. But I think last year was was quite a special one. I think off the back of covid and you know the real it was really great to see the strength of them That all the camaraderie coming together and they're so happy to see everyone And you know like susan did a great poem um last year um sort of showcasing that that we're all back together stronger than ever and phil you know coming out every single night and really ramping up the teams was just fantastic to see and everyone was really really um glad to be back in their businesses you know Um, and succeeding, and I think this year could be even better as well, Um, sort of having another full year of almost normal trading, Um, but yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of
4: positivity around the room, lots of green scorecards, which is always good to hear. Yeah, I would just, I would say, last year was great, it was, you know, it was very emotional in the room for dinner, Um, it was very moving, there are always little things that you look forward to as well, we work day-to-day working with you guys in terms of trying to increase drinks quality awareness of how the perfect pour and things like that we've had tim jones your cfo comes behind this bar every year to learn the perfect He still can't pour a (laughs) pint tim i love you (laughs) if you see this i love you but i think it's getting worse Um, and also then just the glamour of miss martindale with her outfit changes each evening and talking to people in the lobby about what they've planned for the night seeing people coming the night before because they're so excited for it i think it's just there's, there's something every single night and again it's it's a really strange event because people that you compete against all year round from a surprise perspective, you enjoy spending time with them. So there's just something magical and special about Pride that we fight every year to make sure that we've got time, budget to make sure we're involved in it. And it's now seen within our business as the best. So there's always stories, but we'll keep, we'll keep most of them under wraps. What happens at Pride stays at Pride.
3: Great. Um, So, thank you very much for your time, guys. Really
4: nice to uh, speak to you. Johnny, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Salutes. Hello, Hello. everyone. So, I'm here with Gary and Pete. And I was wondering if you could introduce yourselves. What's your job role Mm. and what are you doing here today?
6: Absolutely. So, uh, my name's Gary Richmond. Full title is the Culinary Learning and Development Manager. So, my role is to head up the... Practical culinary training within the chefs academy.
1: Fantastic, thanks so much, Gary. Great, and Pete, what about yourself?
7: Yeah, my name is Peter Skyhammer. Uh I'm working for Nicholson's in York. I'm a kitchen team leader, and um, currently I'm currently undergoing a senior production chef level three
1: apprenticeship. Fantastic, thank you so much. So obviously we're here today at Pride. I just wonder if you could explain what you're doing here today. What, what we're doing your job. today, yeah. so.
6: Uh, myself and uh, my, my culinary tutors, uh, we have the lovely job of spending the week here working with all the apprentices. Every day and every night is a different divisional dinner. So we have apprentices on the day from that particular division that have earned the right to be here through different mediums or mm-hmm. different competitions, uh, and we integrate really closely with the Hilton team. Uh, and it gives the it gives the it gives the apprentice the opportunity. To see a different side of hospitality. Yeah. This is so different than what they normally do on a day-to-day basis. It's a great opportunity for them to come and try something different, see something different, work in a different environment, um, and at the end of the day, produce some really nice food to a large room of people.
1: Absolutely, it looks incredible. I know you just gave us a little tour at the back, but it's just I think people realise how much work actually goes into plates well, arriving here. It'd
6: be lovely for people to see that like,
7: what goes in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pete, what about yourself? So, have you been here the entire week as well?
7: No, I've been here one one full day so far, I was here yesterday, all day yesterday, mm-hmm. mostly preparing for today, as uh, Gary explained before, we, we have to work one day ahead.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's a very special reason why you're here today, isn't it? I wonder if you just could talk a little bit about that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I won the City Division Cooking Competition. So it's uh, my dish, my composition there, yeah, that will be served for tonight's dinner.
1: Fantastic. So all of RGMs will be eating something that you've created.
7: Yes, I'm really excited about that and I just hope everyone likes it. What is the dish? It's a rack of lamb. It's served with uh, classic potato stoffenoise. We have a uh, braised uh, top covered with uh, carrots, mm-hmm. uh, fresh kale, blanched fresh kale, uh, we also have some supplement protein, a uh, small bonbon made from a uh, pulled lamb shoulder, yeah. and uh, a red current reduction.
1: Fantastic. That's uh, so cool. Is there, is there any inspiration behind this dish?
7: Uh, there is. Well, I was thinking, uh, when, I, when I first decided to enter the competition, I was thinking duck and lamb. I'm glad I didn't choose duck. <laughs> so many uh, no, uh, lamb is. Uh, I'm from Sweden originally, okay. and uh, this is something that we eat quite a lot of in okay. Sweden. Just this.
1: So it's inspired by elements your elements
7: together as well.
1: Okay. So yeah,
7: okay. I wanted to keep it uh, a little bit British as well.
1: Brilliant. How long have you been working for Michelin Brothers? What is your journey?
7: Yeah, well, I started at the Globe in London, mm-hmm. Nicholson's the Globe, yeah. uh, almost four years now, and I've been uh, around it quite a few old pubs. I've been on loan from the Globe to a lot of pubs in London, uh, moved on to a smaller pub in London, and then eventually I ended up in York after all the uh, lockdowns. Yeah. So I've been in York, the Punch School there for two years now.
1: Brilliant. Enjoying it? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So nice to hear. What about you, Gary? What was your Mitchell & Butler's journey?
6: So I joined M&B about six years ago and I come specifically to do the role of the Chef's Academy. There was talking about uh, entering into an Academy side of things with Mm -hmm. some practical training. Uh, Recently, my background in the industry is in culinary education, Uh, and so it gave me an opportunity to come into a company that has an audience of a lot of people and given people an opportunity. So, my job is to uh, give the apprentice the, the tools to finish their culinary year with, with a qualification, mm-hmm. giving them some enhanced uh, knowledge um, and abilities and also, um, I can't think of the right word to say, what am I trying to think of? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, so at the end of the year, it's government funded, doesn't cost the learner any money mm-hmm. themselves. So it's a free training, on the job, learn while you earn, etc., cetera, et cetera, So it's a great opportunity to get them out, um, instill some passion of food into people, yeah. um, get their confidence, is the word I was looking for, increase confidence their confidence the uh, in their own abilities.
1: Yeah. We've got
6: some fantastic people out there, some great teams, um, and it's to capture those.
1: Mm-hmm. Brilliant, well, I'm actually the person who's on my second apprenticeship now.
6: Obviously I'm
1: not chef related, because it should not be allowed. But still, so I'm very much pro. So yeah, no, it's great to hear. Good. Brilliant. Good. What are your favorite parts about today? What do you enjoy the most about being here?
7: For me, it's uh, just been a uh, very, very lively environment mm-hmm. to see everything come together in such a uh, professional and army-like uh, way, uh-huh. to be honest. It's when you just step outside, you you, you can see people running around. At the end of the day, everything is in place. Absolutely. Everyone has a, a specific purpose or a specific task to do. and uh, But then everything is together.
1: Yeah. Beautiful food arise Yeah, at some Everyone point. knows what
7: they're doing and uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
7: it just magically appears.
6: Exactly. Yeah, almost.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why we really want to speak to you because it's just no one realizes how much effort actually goes in and the size of those kitchens at the back.
6: Yeah. I mean, for me, what, what I really enjoy is seeing seeing the faces of our team members as they come into this mm-hmm. sort of environment and at the end of the night feel really proud about what they've achieved right. um which is which is great i mean that's what we do it for yeah. um, i want them to enjoy it more more than most i want them to learn something just you know enjoy the experience and at the end of the night we'll have a beer and raise a
1: glass exactly i what mean that's the whole want? point exactly absolutely. everyone to have a good time and feel a little bit special because yeah. this is special is it Of course they are. it's not something we do every day so yeah
5: of absolutely
1: Thank you so much, both, Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. Really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know we very much enjoyed recording it on the day, hence there's a few background noises, but just adds a little bit of realness and just really want to confirm that Johnny was not drinking on the job. They were very much cheering with a non-alcoholic. Pironi on the day as well. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you follow us and join our brand new Facebook page to see all the behind the scenes footage and photos. Thank you so much and speak to you soon.